Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm Mitch Album, and welcome to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast podcast inspired by the book Tuesdays with Maury, which I wrote a number of years ago, and the lessons are still guiding me and apparently many other people who have read it around the world. And with me, as always, is my friend, my co-host, and the producer of this program, Lisa Goich. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Mitch. How are you today? I'm fine. Uh, we're going to talk about marriage Uh and some of the stresses on marriage with COVID and um, what I call the magic wall of marriage. And I will detail what that means. Ooh, something that more. I want to know I, what that means. Yeah. More, more <laughs> and I spoke, not necessarily what you think. More and I spoke about this many times uh, during our, our time together uh, as he was dying from Lou Gehrig's disease. And we'll get to that in a minute, but uh, you wanted to, to begin today, uh, Lisa, with just something that we had talked about in, in, uh, in the last couple of weeks here on the program, was a lesson about what to say to people uh, while they're here on earth, because you never know if you're not going to have that chance. Tell us about that. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, first of all, this show teaches us a lot, teaches me a lot. Every time we do a topic, it makes me think about things, right? And when we recently did, it wasn't too long ago that we did that episode on because um, you had a friend, a, a colleague, right, that right. had um, passed away and and there were things that were left unsaid or you felt might have been left unsaid. You would think that I would have learned from that. Um, I had a friend who was sick. She had cancer. And we kept, I kept writing to her and saying, oh, as soon as I'm a little slower at work, we're going to do a Zoom call. Let's do a Zoom. Let's do a Zoom. That started all the way back in like last December as mm. I was just reading through our messages. And I just got a uh, text yesterday morning that she had passed away. Mm. And uh, I have to say it broke my heart into a million pieces. You know, I felt like uh, there were lots of things left unsaid, things I should have said to her, maybe some apologies for some things, mm. and definitely not ever following up on my word that we will have a nice face-to-face -face call. She She moved from here to Philadelphia as she got worse, um, so she could be closer to family. So I haven't physically seen her in over a year. But, you and know, you were it was one of those things. close with her at one point? Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah, close? we were close friends, close-ish. You know, yeah. she wasn't one of my best friends, but we were, we did things together. We had dinner together. The last time I saw her was at dinner um, before she moved back to Philadelphia. And it was right as COVID was starting, because I remember feeling weird eating inside this restaurant you know, restaurants has, hadn't been closed yet. We weren't supposed to be wearing masks yet or anything. So it was right around that time. Uh, so it wasn't too long ago. And we had had some back and forth conversations. But And just the day before, another girlfriend and I were talking about this particular friend. And I said, oh, I have to call her. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Literally that morning, I found out she died. 
And mm. I just cannot stress enough to everybody, if you have any of those dangling out there, just do it now, like today. The minute you're done listening to this podcast, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. put it off. Oh, really? Really? As it sounds rushed. It isn't. It's it's. Uh... That's great advice because you, you you just don't know and and that that holds not just for people who you found out have you know some terminal illness or something like that. It goes for people who are perfectly healthy and everything's okay because in the blink of an eye that can change too. Uh, and, and so yeah. yeah, it's never it's never um, you know I I think I, I joked about this uh, previous show when I will tell the kids from our orphanage. Uh, there's so many of them. That um, sometimes I, I want them all to feel loved and know that they mm-hmm. love. So I will go around to each one of them, and I will end up saying to them, "Did I tell you how much I love you today?" You know, like as, uh-huh. as, a, as both as a question, but, <laughs> both as an expression, but also like, "Did I get to you?" Because um, I don't I remember. T- There's fifty three <laughs> of you, and I. It's already the afternoon, and my memory is is starting to go. And some of them will say, "Yes, you told me this morning," and and the other one will say, "No," and I say, "Well, then I do." But it's a good little uh, exercise uh, that yeah. I end up doing with every one of them, and 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 therefore, by the end of the day, I have told every one of them how much I, I love them. And it's, it, you know, yes. just go through this little exercise. So it's a good little mental thing. I, I wouldn't necessarily do it with adults because they can get a little, you know, like, <laughs> yes, you asked me five times already. But uh, it is right. a good little thing to do internally in your own head. Like, did I tell that person that I was just thinking about how much I care about them? When was the last time I told them? If it's longer than a day, maybe you should just call them and tell them now. You know, because yeah, certainly a month or like six months. You know, those well, friends that you months. have that are like, yeah. Yeah. you know, like my college roommates or something like that. You know, I just want to you know reach out to them and say, I was thinking about you today. You know, I'm so happy you were put into my life. You know, something like that. Just wanted to tell you yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I just think it's important. Yeah. And um, it really, really bummed me. I mean, I was just so upset yesterday. Just. And, and certainly because I said the day before, I'm going to call her tomorrow. Yeah. And wow, when I got that text in the morning, I'm like, I can't even believe this. The person who texted to me, I said, you can't even believe this. I literally said I was going to call her today. Yeah. And and now I can't. Like, I can't. There's no going back. You know, you cannot go backwards. Well, so, that segues please, a little anybody. bit into uh, where we find ourselves today with, with covid you know, COVID has done that to a lot of people. Um, people are okay, and then they get it, and, and in some severe cases, suddenly they're in a hospital and they they can't talk, or or they're yeah. you know on a ventilator. By the time you find out, now I don't want to make it sound like that's all the time or every case or anything like that, and misrepresent COVID's serious ramifications. Um, but it does happen, and. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it happened in my life with a with a a teacher in Haiti, one of our teachers. So I told you from the time he got it to yeah, the time he that was, was dead terrible. was eight days, eight days, Ugh. eight days. So uh, we live in a precarious time right now. And we said we were going to talk about marriage. And uh, one of the things that that uh, Lisa did in researching for the show, he found a uh, a piece about uh, from a, the Institute for Family Studies about marriage in the time of covid and think about this now because uh, if you are married 
if you are about to get married, if you got married during the stretch, and if you did, probably had a small wedding. Uh, how has COVID affected our relationships, our marriage relationships? And not surprisingly, at least to me, it is not as dire as people might have thought. Uh, the people who who uh, say that it has, in other words, you can find studies that show that divorce uh, is up as a result of COVID. You can find yeah, studies that show that divorce is down yeah. as a result of COVID. Uh, again, it depends on the poll that you take. But it does seem that yeah. the people who are affected the most by COVID are people, in terms of a marriage, are people who have suffered yeah. financial stress as a result of the marriage. Yes. Someone lost a job, both of them lost a job, can't work, can't go on. And I think it's it's pretty obvious the changes that COVID uh, has wrought for people mm -hmm. who are married. Let's let's run through them quickly. I think, as I say, they're pretty obvious. Okay, first of all, you're spending more and more time with your spouse uh, at home. In many cases, ding ding ding. Yeah, in many cases, uh, yeah, not you're not doing anything but spending time with your spouse at home. Uh, it's like, all right, all right, it's Groundhog Day. Uh, it is uh, so. That's one. Uh, number two, you are limited in the experiences that you can enjoy with your spouse outside. In other words, if going to dinner was kind of part of your routine on a regular basis, got you yeah. out of the house, got you, you know, going to um, away date on nights. weekends or things like that, date nights, yeah. a lot of that has been shut down. Number three, the interaction with friends, which is oh, often yeah. uh -huh. often a balancing part of marriage. You may have couples who are your friends, and that's part of what you enjoy about being married. Is, you know, you, you get together with other couples, uh, or you have your friends, he or she has his friends, and the ability to go and be with them is a good balance to, you know, spending time just with your spouse. With your, and yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you don't have that yeah. outlet anymore. Uh, and so people have been sort of pushed together that's that, that those are all sort of related to one another as 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 a big change number 2 um finances have become concerning for a lot of people yeah. who have uh lost their jobs uh in this month now if you were getting money from the government for unemployment and some of the other benefits that ran out uh this yeah. month now and a lot of people have been worried about that that running out and financial stress, as we know, is a huge, huge uh, weight on any marriage. In, yeah, in normal times. In normal <laughs> times, right. And now about this, and you, well, we don't know if we're going to keep the store open. We're going to have to close the store. I have to go in and work at the store because I can't find anybody to work there. Uh, uh, you know, the, the protocols at work are, are making it so that I can't, uh, I can't work or I'm not good on the computer and I'm falling behind in my job because, uh, you know, I, yeah. I have to work remotely or flat out fired. You know, just, just the, the company closed. Uh, they dismissed people. They had yeah. layoffs because so, so that's enormous. There's enormous stress there. And then I think there's a third element of COVID's effect on marriage. And, and that this is a little less tangible, but I think there has been a national, if not an international, depression over yes. what feels to be a bleak future 
And this is where I think when people who have government jobs or medical industry jobs don't understand the impact of their words sometimes, when they say things like, COVID's going to be with us forever. Right. These guys come out and make these statements, and they're looking for sound bites, or they're looking to get quoted, or they're just trying to act like authorities. When, of course, nobody can really say anything about COVID. If, if, if I've learned anything from being someone who has to, you know, I host a radio program in addition to some of the other things that I do, and it's daily, and over the last year and a half, um, we have had countless experts from across the country, a number of whom you see on, you know, the TV cable shows at, at night on, you know, CNN and yeah. Fox and all the We've had them all talk to all of them. And all it proves to me is that nobody is certain about anything when it comes to this disease. Nobody could predict the Delta variant and nobody no. uh, could predict uh, the vaccine development. And all these things were surprises, surprises, surprises. And there are yeah. more surprises to come. But when people come out and say things like uh, COVID's going to be with us forever and we're going to have to get used to it. And this is a fact that, that is such a depressing statement for people who love life and freedom and the way things were a couple of years ago. It feels funny to talk about that in a nostalgic way. I know. And that can absolutely take a toll on a marriage. You know, marriage yeah. to me is always about hope. The fact that you come together and form a union and, and plan a life together and plan a family together, all of that is is stitched with hope. We're going to have a great life together. Uh, that's why we're going to get married. We're always going to love each other the way that we love each other now. That's why we're going to get married. Uh, we're going to bring children into the world, and we're going to raise them, and, and they're going to grow. We're going to we're going to go from this tiny house to eventually we're going to get a larger house and, and another one so that we'll have room. Right now we're sharing a motorcycle, but one day we'll have a car, and one day we'll – there's hope is built into sort of all yeah. of growth and the things that you're going to do together. When you take away hope or you insinuate that – Something bad is going to be here forever. That can really stress out a marriage. Yeah. And you're always worried about stuff. And that's one of the things that's in this um, study uh, is that the bad news is that couples are stressed out. Uh, mm -hmm. And it says that married couples have been hit hard um, by this pandemic. As you said, it's taken its toll economically, um, forced families into lockdown, having to be together all day, having your kids at home and teaching them, which is an added stress. The parents aren't working. Now they're teaching their kids. Uh, the kids can't go to school. The kids are getting unruly. You know, all of it, all of that. In a good in good days, as we said before, that stuff is stressful. Children can be stressful on a marriage. Children can be wonderful for a marriage, but it can also add stressors. You know, now couple it with the fact that everybody's in the same place at the same time all day long. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we're bound to have those things. I mean, I know my husband's a musician, as we've said before, and he travels all the time. He's never home. This is the longest we've been together in 25 years. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it was very uh, dicey at first. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I got to be honest. I'm no, like, ah, your stuff, your stuff is everywhere. Um, can you put that away? You know, like, that's not where I put the dishes when I wash them. 
you know, little things like even anything, yeah. a, a, all of it but <laughs> was, happily, was an adjustment. <laughs> happily, as a result of uh, even all of that, and maybe this is the case in, you know, you've come out the other side and now, Lisa, after enough time. Uh, Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Well, they did ask people, has COVID um, deepened your commitment to your marriage? And 51% said they it had, and 41% mm-hmm. disagreed. So, and, and, and 8% uh, were on the fence. Uh, they also asked, did it make you appreciate your spouse, your partner more? And 58% said it had, and 31% said no. So again, that, that's, that's, a, that's a clear majority uh, yeah. with, with 11% saying that, that they, they were on the fence. So apparently it wasn't as bad for everybody as right. the examples make it sound. And I attribute some of that also to the flip side, which we haven't talked about with marriage. And that is that instead of having the pressure of going out every night, instead of having the pressure of getting off to work in the morning and getting back Mm -hmm. in time, instead of having the pressure of, you know, I got to get showered and changed and put the suit on or, you know, hurry up quick, get out of the bathroom. You know, uh, instead of having a lot of that pressure, we got to get the kids to school. We got to life relaxed. Life yeah. drew back uh, the formalities mm-hmm. of life from even even having to, to dress for work, uh, let alone for events or going out or social events or keeping up how many things. Oh, we have to go to this thing. God, I, I hate these things. Why do we have to go to these uh, celebration dinners? Why do we have to go to these uh, meetings and these weekends? Uh, now th- that stuff was gone. And so people were able to be more relaxed with one another yeah. and be around one another. And perhaps that's why... They appreciated their partner more. Also, you find out who stands by you in times like this and who makes the effort to stay in touch. It's easy to mm-hmm. sort of have work friends, quote unquote, because you're built in socially to seeing them. You go into work every day, yeah. so therefore they're there. But now when you oh, I have such a great friend. We're such great friends. At work. But now suddenly you're not going into work. Is that person really part of your life? Or was yeah. it just because you were at the office with them? And so I think a lot of that can lead to that 58% to 31% question. It made me appreciate my partner more. And Mm -hmm. so ask yourself that about COVID. Uh, As COVID, even though it might have been like you said, Lisa, at the beginning, wow, uh, as as Daniel Stern said in in the movie Diner, you wake up in the morning and she's there, and 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 then, then you go through the day and she's there, and at night she's still there. <laughs> I was in whole speech about about he didn't know marriage yeah. was going to be like she's just there yeah. all the time. Uh, That's kind of how I felt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, because I'm in, the one who's always here, and yeah. he's not. You know, yeah. so it was an adjustment for the one yeah. le- for the one who's normally has her. Her stuff. Okay, but once you place. make that adjustment, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe, we're fine now. You know, yeah, maybe people have come to say, you know what, I kind of like this, and I like having sitting down and just having dinner and 
and and elongating dinner because we're not in a, a hurry to get someplace else or do something else. So yeah, yeah, and and it really good. helped. Well, like things like just let's well let's just watch a movie tonight. You know, we're so lucky to live in an age where we can watch anything we want on TV. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you have Netflix or any other services, you can watch amazing movies uh you know right there in your in your living room so um that's helped a lot and we bought this sofa prior this saved our marriage we bought a sofa right before the pandemic hit that's like a you know a sectional like an l-shaped one where we used to just have a regular sofa with like you know three sections on it that you know two humans could sit comfortably right i'm telling you it changed our marriage <laughs> because now I get one side of the L, he gets the other side of the L. We each have our own sofa, basically. And we haven't left it during the entire pandemic. And I think that saved our marriage. And a wow. couple good pillows. Yeah. Wow, yeah. who it knew? Was, it's, it's, it's a game changer. Who knew? Nobody, nobody is uh, you know, fighting for the best real estate in the living room. We each <laughs> get really good real estate. So, And it's nice to just have somebody here, I've realized. You know, like... That's the you know, part about, um, you know, uh, appreciating your- What was uh, your magic wall? Or well, the, the- well, well, I'm going to get to something else. So, so uh, okay, we've said all this about COVID. Let me share with you, and then I'll tell you about the magic wall. Let me share with you um, what Maury said about marriage. We spoke about it many times over, uh, but we, we did kind of a formal visit one time where we just talked about the essentials that he had observed- in in marriage and here they are i found out a lot of things about marriage and its importance first of all you get tested very fully in a a marriage relationship you find out a lot about who you are who the other person is and how you come accommodate don't accommodate you find out, first of all, if you don't respect that other person, basically, you're going to have a lot of trouble. Secondly, if you don't know how to compromise in a relationship, you're going to have a lot of trouble. Thirdly, if you can't talk openly about what goes on between you, you continue to have trouble. And fourthly, if you don't have a common sort of foundation for agreeing on the values of life, you're gonna have a lot of trouble, especially if you have sharp disagreements about how to raise kids and what have you. So I'm gonna add fifthly onto that list, which is which certainly accommodates so much about what it takes to have a successful long-term marriage. And that is, you heard Maurice say, fourthly, if you don't have a common sort of foundation for agreeing on the values in life, I say the fifth thing, you have to have a common sort of foundation for agreeing on the values of marriage, of marriage. And my philosophy of marriage has always been, and I've been married now, uh, what is it, so one, 26 plus years. Um, there are three parties to a marriage. There is the, well, I was going to say husband and wife, but of course it would be husband and husband and wife. Let's just say partner one, partner two, and the marriage. The marriage Ah, is a uh third party, and the marriage itself has to be respected. The marriage itself has to be taken into account. So the best way that I have discovered to do this 
And I didn't know we were doing it at the beginning, but I have come to realize we did. When we first got married, we uh, put a wall in our kitchen, designated it as the picture wall. And we weren't going to put any art on it, no shelves, no other things. But it was just going to be pictures of that mattered to us, of us and mm-hmm. the people that we love and the things that we did. And it started, you know, mostly with uh, younger pictures and pictures of our, us with our parents or our family members or yeah. sisters and brothers. But as the time passed, it became more and more pictures of us and pictures of Aww. things that we had done together. Places we had gone, nice pictures that somebody nice. took. Oh, let's put that one on the wall, you know, or, oh, we got this picture back from that trip to Italy. Let's put this one on the wall. We got this picture. And and the wall began to grow and it, it, it took over, <laughs> you know, it became, it became pretty much mo- the, the only, the only wall that has anything on it in the kitchen and it is covered right. top to bottom <laughs> with pictures. And then when we ran out of room on the wall, we started to get those, um, picture frame uh, digital photo things. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Because uh-huh. you get to have like 200 pictures in those and it just keeps <laughs> switching around so you don't have space on the wall. And then we got one of those, then we got two of those, then we got three of those, now we have four of those. So there's four of oh, those and there's all the pictures that are on the wall. And I say that there have been times, now what we've been very blessed, I mean, I can't really recall very many moments in 26 years where we seriously thought, you know, we should end this marriage right now. I can't really recall any of them, but certainly there were rocky moments and disagreements and disillusionments. Everybody and has like that. those. Everybody yes. has them. And I found that if you can go to that wall, if you've got that wall, the magic wall of marriage, and you can look over the the breadth of what you've done together, the lives that you have intermingled, not just yours and your partners, but also your families. You know, we have many mm-hmm. pictures of mm-hmm. like my uncles and aunts with her cousins or her mm-hmm. sisters with my sister or brother or whatever. And it's all, we, we bought all this together. And all of this is part of us saying yes to one another. Yes, I'll marry yeah. you. All of this was created. This wall, all these experiences, all these interconnected people were created by us deciding to get married together. This is the marriage. This is the third party That's nice. in our relationship. And many is a time, because the wall won't argue with you, mm-hmm. and the wall won't be snarky with you, and the wall won't take you for granted, and the wall shows the best. Generally, you don't put pictures up of <laughs> you fighting with one another. You tend to put up uh-huh. pictures of when yeah, everybody's getting along and things are great. It will remind you of all the good times and all the joy that you experience from your marriage. And you may say, you know what? How can I contemplate destroying this? And, and it's, it's harder to imagine breaking that wall up than it may be yeah. at the moment imagining being apart from the person who's really aggravating you at that moment, which like you're, re- you're ready to do. That's the magic wall of marriage, and it's easy, and anybody can do it. And you don't need you don't need an expensive anything. You know, you just need thumbtacks. Just need a wall. Just need a wall. (laughs) You can put it up with tape. Or we always get these little like uh, plastic, um, lucite little frames so that you can hang them on the wall. They have the holes in the back, and you can hang them on the wall. Little picture frames you can hang up. Uh, But that's the love of the marriage has to be as as important as the love of the partner. 
because you're dedicating yourself to something that's bigger than the two of you, something you create together. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it has a life of its own, and it gets bigger. It's like a child, you know, when a marriage is a couple weeks old, yeah. it's, it's an infant. When a marriage is 20 years old, it's, it's mature and strong. When a marriage is 50 years old, it's, it's seen everything, you know? It, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that would be my advice. And I think as people are um, getting through COVID, Take some more of those pictures of just, you might not think about it because people tend to take pictures when they're on vacation or they're at a special place. They don't tend to bring the camera out when you're just at home. But take some pictures of those dinners that you're having now because of COVID. Take some pictures of flopping around in your pajamas. Take some pictures of your L-shaped couch. My you L-shaped and, couch. Yeah, you and Teddy on your in your own little L's. <laughs> and put that up on the wall and look at it and yeah. say, hey, that was a turning point in our marriage. The couch. Yeah. Take a picture of the yeah. couch. It really was. I just swear to God. Yeah, that is a good idea. And I bet you people are taking fewer pictures of themselves with their partners and each other during this time because you feel like it's nothing special to Mark. Right, but right. it is uh, something Plus, you special. you haven't taken to- a shower in a couple of days. And right. Like that. <laughs> That's yeah, mostly yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. looks pretty crappy most right. days. Right. Um, but, but do it. I, I like it. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. You should be happy that you have somebody at your house every day that is not disgusted by seeing you in your pajamas for three days straight <laughs> with no makeup on. I, I mark that as a plus. That there is a plus. Go. That's an appreciation <laughs> of your yep. partner that you may My not have had My husband still before. likes me. Right. You may not have had that before <laughs> COVID. So hopefully yeah. these things help you uh, get through as, as COVID drags us into another fall. These are ways of, of combating the untying of marriages, the the loosening of the shoelaces of marriage, which seem to just happen sometimes when we're not looking. Here's a good way to tighten those shoelaces, all those things we talked about, and the magic wall. Love it. Get to work. That's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of Tuesday People. You can go to wetuesdaypeople.com to find out more about previous shows and discussion groups, chats, topics we've dealt with before. And, of course, we always appreciate if you want to leave us a comment or leave us a rating. We're grateful to have you as an audience, grateful to have you listening to us. Until next time, with Lisa Goich, I'm Mitch Album saying, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday people.